You are listening to a Daydreamers podcast, and I am the Daydreamer, Erin. Welcome back. So let's jump right into it. Good week and bad week. I had a really, really good week. Uh, first of all, it's another week that uh, I am here, that I am above ground. So praise the Lord. I published a blog all about my first love. So I had this website that's supposed to be very professional and everything. I will post the link in the show notes. But um, I really want to uh, practice my writing somewhere along the lines. I said I wanted to be a writer. Uh, I'm not sure which type of writer yet, but you can't do that if you don't start somewhere. So yeah, check out my blog. I'm one of those people now. Not really, but I do have a blog. Check it out. Um, and I'm talking about my first love. Now, my first love, it's not about, okay, my first love blog, it's not about Chavis. It's not about him. Um, it's not about Elvin. It's not about Willie. It's not about Raphael. Um, my first love blog blog is not about Tyrese. Um, Tyrese, when he used to be singing on the bus about Coca-Cola, it's not, it's not him. Um, it's not about Morris Chestnut. It's not about him. Like, when he was on Living Single, Morris Chestnut. I think that's like really the first time I saw him. Probably didn't even realize who that was at the time, but yeah. Um, it's not about Usher. Throwback to when You Make Me Wanna Leave The One I'm With video came out. I think I might've been like sixth grade. Um, yeah, but it, it's not about immature. All of them, all three of them dudes in immature. I totally remember them from elementary school. I was totally in love with all of them um and it's not about crisscross <laughs> um was really into some jump jump i did my first talent show uh, with my cousin maya to crisscross and like i thought she was so cool because she was older than me and we had on like some cross color looking overalls and uh we did a dance at the family reunion so my first love is it's not them and this vlog is not about them my first love i'm referring to is photojournalism yeah yeah it's layers to me y'all um yeah i fell in love with photojournalism um i realize now i fell in love with it in high school i was um for some reason i joined the yearbook staff i don't know what led me to do it probably a, a good gentle kick by my mom to do something now that I think about it it was actually my first step towards individualism none of my friends the friends I did have by my senior year my clique that I was involved with had totally totally evaporated and um so I I didn't have a clique anymore I still had I'm kind of kind of like how I am now I have individual friends in various places so this was like my first step really into being myself and um I don't know what I intended on doing but I picked up a camera and I remember my yearbook teacher being like just go take some pictures and a lot of the pictures in our senior yearbook Captain Shreve class of 2003 what what go Gators um a lot of those are my photos so I'm very very proud and I realized I love taking pictures and I really not just pictures I just like I like capturing what's going on around me like I love um just capturing the the emotions the feelings the movements like the air just around me and in, in the event that's happening around me that's that's really kind of where I'm at like I, I'm, I said in my writing on the blog that um I like being in the midst of the action and I want the viewer who's looking at my photo to to feel as if they are are the person in the photo or they are at the event or they are at the same place wherever this photo is taking that's really what I, I like to do 
so that's out and with that I published my um the photos I took when I was um on the float at the Black History Parade in Monroe, Louisiana. That was the last Saturday in February, I believe. Um, so I, I posted those and I'm very, very happy about the outcome. I love it. Um, I didn't really have, I didn't have an agenda, not agenda. I didn't have a plan of some sorts. I can't think right now of what I wanted to do. I just know I really wanted to catch people and I wanted to catch black people enjoying themselves. And I wanted to show off where I lived. I live in Monroe. So I really wanted people to see Monroe. I wanted people to see Monroe people. And I really wanted to capture black people having so much freaking fun. And um, I did it all with a cup of Remy in my hand. And I love the photos. And they are posted on... Um, my Flickr account, which will, um, I'll post that website also in the show link as well as my blog link. Um, but they're also on my Facebook because I do, the thing is, I do want people to see what I have produced. I want them to see my work and I want them to enjoy it. So the average person is not going to go to Flickr and look up these photos. That's really kind of like a, a photographer web streaming site, not streaming site, um, website. So, um, they are posted on my on my personal and public Facebook page for people to look at and share and tag. So hit me up on Facebook. My public page is Erin Ashley Davenport. Personal page, you know what? Just go to my public page because my personal is locked. Um, so anyway, so that was awesome. I'm really happy about that. Also, um, something that I've been wanting for a long time is, is starting to happen. Hopefully it will actually turn into something big. Um, by now, you all know that I am a radio host. I'm on 103.1 Now FM in Monroe, Louisiana. Stream everywhere by going to our website. But um, I'm the weekend radio host. I'm, no, I'm on there Saturday and Sunday, every Saturday and Sunday. But the company is going through some transitions. We've been bought out by a new company, Stevens Media Group. And um, excited about that. With that being said, the night show is up for grabs. And I already let them know I want it. I want the night show. I want the Monday through Friday, six to midnight spot. That's what I want. So while we're going through this transition and figuring out if it's gonna, if the show is gonna stay local, if they're gonna bring somebody from outside of the region, and as in like piping it in, that type of thing, maybe like a, I don't know about a syndicated show, but something along those lines. While that's going on, me and the other weekend radio host, T-Baby, we have been alternating weeks. So this week, I literally spent nine days on air. I did my regular weekend spots, and I did Monday through Friday. And your girl is tired, but I feel so good on the inside. I'm doing things that I love. I really love that, and I really want that shit. And I told everybody, I want this. I even told T-Baby because that would be the person I would go up against if it was if it was um, to stay local, the night show were to stay local. And I was like, look, I'm going to let you know I want this. Um, if they end up picking you, fine, that's business. But I'm just letting you know I want it. I'm gunning for this. And he was like, oh, I understand. You know, that's what it is. But um, so, yeah, a blog is popping. I'm really proud of my picks that I did, feeling really accomplished, um, feeling like the chick I want to be and um been on the radio all week now this is my rest week meaning i'm not on air at night so when i leave my eight to five job my bill paying job i go home 
I'm doubling up on my quality time with my family because last week when I'm on air at night, like um, I'm up there, I'm, I'm, I don't really have time to show prep before or on the weekends and things like that. So I kind of do, I kind of keep a running tab of the things I want to talk about. But when I get there is when I really start show prepping, ironing out exactly what I'm going to say for today, figuring out what I'm going to say for, say for tomorrow or the weekend. Um, and then also I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm following up on the organization I'm involved with uh, the Black Creative Circle of North Louisiana. I follow up with that because I can't have my phone at work. So I'm literally on lockdown from 8, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So I don't have my phone. The only time I have my phone is early in the morning at the gym during my lunch break. But I'm on lunch break. I'm trying to eat. I'm, I want to talk to my husband. Maybe able to respond to some text messages and things like that. But like, I really don't even have time for my phone. And then like, I do some side work for uh, my mentor. He has a video production company. And so he still calls me up and asks me to do some, some video for him. So I'm gonna go get that easy money. So yeah, you need me to shoot something? $50, hell yeah, in that thing. That's gas right there or brunch. Cause we already know where that's really gonna go. As far as bad things, let's see what's bad happened to me this week. I found myself in a puddle of puppy pee. Yeah, I found myself standing in a puddle of puppy pee. Now my puppy, King Ragnar, look him up on Instagram at King Ragnar LD. And uh, you can also look him up on Facebook because your boy is popping here on Facebook now. Same same name, King Ragnar LD. But um, he's 13 months and I really thought we were past this pottying in the house phase that's what you do when you're a little puppy you a big puppy now okay got a gold chain and everything you a big puppy but this was my fault it was all my freaking fault like normally i get up i go to the bathroom i blow my nose i take do whatever i need to do first put some panties on put some pants on to take my dog before i take my dog outside and i went ahead and let him out his kennel and um i turned I, he wants his morning cuddles. So we say good morning. I'm rubbing him, giving him all type of positive affirmations and things like that. Ask him how he slept, gave him some love, some kisses, some good back and belly rubs and some butt rubs, you know, did all of that. But he wanted extra. So I'm not gonna deny my puppy no extra butt rubs and puddle and um cuddles and affirmations. Boy, you finna get all these affirmations and these kisses. Okay, I love you. So I gave him some extra. He needed extra that day. And um Turned around to blow my nose, turned around to take an allergy pill, turned around to find my boots to go in the backyard, and the next thing I know, I'm standing in fucking puppy piss on the floor. And I couldn't get mad at myself. I mean, I couldn't get mad at anyone, anyone else but myself. And so, trying to, and luckily, praise God, it was on the bathroom floor, which is the hard floor. Praise God. Um, cause I ain't trying to, I'm, I'm tired of scrubbing, I'm tired of scrubbing carpet. I'm so happy we, we technically are past this phase. But anyway, um, I hear Larry, my husband in the other room, like, did you pee on my floor? Why did you pee in the house? You know, just kind of doing that. And I was like, Larry, don't whoop him. Don't pop him. It was all my fault. And he was like, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with him. But he was keeping Ragnar out the bathroom because now I have to, you not already pee. So you ain't in no big rush no more. You may have to poop, but it's not, it ain't no rush to get to the grass. Basically, I find a towel soak up the puppy pee and it's now his towel the green towel is now Ragnar's towel it was once a good towel but it's now Ragnar's towel and um I set the towel down in the laundry room apparently I didn't shut the laundry room door all the way because as I'm trying to I'm and then I'm walking on the side of my feet because I don't want to track puppy pee anywhere else in the house I'm getting a bucket together to mop and this and that he come around the corner with the damn 
pissy puppy towel. And so now I gotta play tug of war with this puppy, it with this towel that's soaked in puppy pee. So we had this whole tug of war thing. Anyway, go outside, we finish handling all his business. I come back inside and I mop up the bathroom floor. But you know, it's, it's my fault. Aaron, you knew better. You knew better. You knew better. We cannot take time when it's time to handle potty business. You gotta handle that right then and there. Don't let him out until you're ready to take him out because he's not going to pee in his house and his kennel, but he will definitely pee on yours. I do a mantra every time I'm on the radio because, um, like I said, I am I am the weekend host. and I'm, I do the mornings on Saturday. I do 10 to 2 on Saturday, and then Sundays it is um, noon to 3. Either way, I'm pretty much the first voice you hear on the weekends. So even though it is the weekend, I always say it's the beginning of a new week. So I try to start off positive, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a better person altogether. And uh, I, I want my listeners to be positive and, you know, have good days. And let me help, let me help you redirect your life, okay? Because radio is actually, it's very personal. You feel like that radio host is talking directly to you. That person is in your car every day. That person is in your ear every day. That person is in your house every day. So I don't want to be on the mic and just be like, hey, what's up? It's your girl, Aaron. Follow me at Love Aaron. And here go the Jonas Brothers. No, 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 no. That's not the type of day we're having. So I follow I Am Mantra on Twitter. And uh, because I'm, I'm not that open and that woke, to be coming up with my own mantras. The really the only mantra I personally have is take the bitch out of your voice and off of your face because perception is everything. You know what I'm saying? So I found this one and I shared it with my listeners on Saturday and I'm gonna share it with y'all. This is what I'm working with for the week. And it is, I am relaxing, replenishing, and taking care of me. And I did that this weekend. I really did. Um, Sunday, I woke up. I let myself wake up naturally. Um, with it being daylight saving time, I woke up in time to go to 7.45. No, I actually woke up late to go to 7.45 service. I still went to 7.45 um, service, church service on Sunday. I just got there at 8.30. But I was there, okay? I was there, I let, and then I came back home. I got back in the bed, cuddled with my husband, cuddled with my puppy. Really, we was wrestling because he don't know how to cuddle unless he's sick or it's time to go to bed. Hung out with them, took a good after church nap still and then Larry woke me up about, around noon because you know when you go to like eight o'clock service you get out by 9 30 so he woke me up about noon we went to the store got some food came home made some made some chili dogs and we just really chilled out for the rest of the day and um I took care of myself I called my mama my mama's birthday was Sunday March 8th happy birthday girl love you love you mom happy birthday and uh, hopefully next year I'll be balling so I can really spend a lot of money on you. I took her out to dinner. And when I say I took her out, I took her out with the money I had. Because normally when I take her out, it'd be Larry money. I mean, it's our money together, but I've been broke for a really long time. And out of work, for, <laughs> out of work, up and down for like two years. So it really be like his money. But, you know, very happy to do that for my mama. Um, I love her to death. I would not be where I am today without her. Um, oh, and also, I got to see my niece. So if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, um, you saw my beautiful niece. And um, and what I mean by mine is um, my side of the family. My younger brother's um, daughter saw her today. I don't get to see her often. She's just beautiful. She's a light. And I, I was so happy to hang out with her. And she's at an age now where she's not 
where she can be auntie crazy. It's like when they're babies, she's two. So when they're babies, you know, like babies don't really take to me unless I was there from jump, from the beginning. And I've only been like that with one kid. But um, usually they get older before they really start to figure me out, which is fine because I ain't trying to be babysitting and holding infants and stuff like that. That's fine. I'm gonna love you from afar. But when you get older, you want to run around and all that stuff, that's fine. I'm right there. I'm that auntie. So I got to see her. She fell in love with me. Um, and she fell in love with my husband. Like, my husband is hers now. And I don't know what's going to happen when my niece is on, my young niece on my husband's side of the family and my niece on my side of the family ever meet because they all think my husband belongs to them. So I pray that'll be a, that'll be a good day. It won't be no issues. I would like to thank all the retired old men in the gym. You really push your girl on days. Um, normally when I'm in the gym, I don't like being bothered. I really don't, unless it's like a lady that I know. I really don't like being bothered. Most of the time in the gym, I pretty much ignore any advances from any man of any age, honestly. Cause I just don't feel like being bothered. Like I'm in here, I'm trying to work out. Some days I wanna be there, sometimes I don't. But regardless, I'm not gonna entertain nobody. I actually wear my wedding ring and band, not not my little rubber band that I normally wear. Like I wear my ring, it's it's noticeable, you know what I'm saying? It's not a Kim Kardashian ring, but my husband did pretty nicely on my ring, it's beautiful, and you see it. One particular day, a couple months ago, I was in the gym, and it was one of those days where I need to work out. I don't feel like working out, but I'ma go in there and see what I can do. I'ma push myself, I was probably at like a 50 to 75% level as far as like really pushing myself and um i was there during a time i don't know if i was working or what but i was there during a time where most people who have day jobs are already at work so it was a lot of retired people in there so probably like mid-morning so i'm in there mid-morning at a level 50 level uh, you know 50 percent 75 percent as far as like really wanting to work out and um, I got on the treadmill and was just like, girl, you know, just set it on an easy pace, run, increase your speed if you feel like increasing it, that type of thing. Well, I got through that workout that particular day and I really, really pushed myself on that particular workout. By the end of, the, by the end of my workout time, I was like, hell yeah, girl, you did that. And the only reason why is because of the old retired men in the gym, like, like I said, I typically don't like being bothered. I really don't care for people checking me out, looking at me and this and that. But the old retirement that day, I appreciate you. Now, they weren't being disrespectful. It was none of that. They were not being disrespectful. Um, but I could tell that, like, they were trying not to look at me. I could tell. And, and sometimes, like, I really don't even be noticing the people in the gym at the same time. So, but for this particular day... I noticed them noticing me. Like, I could tell that I had caught their eye. And, um, you know, it was a little head nods, a little grins, this and there, whatever. But still very respectful. You know, no need for me to go cut somebody out or look at them real sideways or whatever. So because of that, because I knew I was being watched, and I was like, oh, girl, these old men checking you out. You must be cute today. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm not going to be over here slacking with all these people looking at me like, hell no, let me go in on this treadmill. Let me go in on this stair machine. Let me go in on this rower. Let me lift a couple weights up in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, get it. Like, folks are noticing you today. And then to top it all off, as I was walking out, one of the... um 
older man and I didn't realize he was as old um, until I got up on him. But he says something to me and it was very respectful. He said something to me about being 20. He wished he was 20 years younger or something like that. And I was like, normally, like I said, I don't seek this type of attention. I'm, I'm really, that's not really my thing. Not really my angle. I don't go to the gym to be noticed. Like I'm in the gym to do work. But that particular day, I was like, thank you. Now, I don't believe I said that to him because I'm not going to acknowledge that that really did something to me. I probably was just like, oh, he's so funny and just kind of walked out. But I was like, bitch, you got folks up in here wishing they was 20 years younger. You better work. You old man wishing you were 20 years younger and all them other old geezers up in there. I thank you because I was I was half assing it. I did not feel like I looked good. I was just trash that day. And y'all had me up in there thinking I was the absolute shit. So thank you. Every now and then, you know, like some like somebody hauling out the window as they driving by or yelling something at you, you know, like one time, where was I at? Somebody was calling me talking about natural. That's when I had an afro. They was like, natural, natural. So stuff like that, you know, like it's not always disrespectful in the way that you do it. And sometimes like it's really, you know, it's a little, it's a little confidence boost. Like, oh shit, I, I must be looking good today. I ain't even much know. <laughs> I didn't know. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Have a blessed day. Now, I'm not going to say I want that all the time because I don't really want that type of attention all the time. But every now and then it is kind of like, ooh, your girl still got it. I used to live on Jennifer Lane in Monroe. And this was my first apartment I had when I graduated college. It was actually the only the only place that was, act, that was truly mine. The only place. Because um, any other time I was living with my mother... Or I had a roommate, I was living on in the dorms, I had a roommate living in the apartments on campus, had a roommate, moved back home to my mama's house, ended up getting engaged to Larry, moved in with him. Um, and then we bought our house and stuff. So this was the only time that I had a place that was actually mine. Larry, we, me and Larry moved in with each other for like nine months, but that's, we, that's not really important to the story. But anyway, my Jennifer Lane apartment was my place and I absolutely absolutely love that place jennifer lane was always always popping um only reason why i knew about jennifer lane was because um my homeboy in college lived on jennifer lane and so that's where we used to party and hang out so every thursday we'd be at we'd be at my homeboy blair house just like hanging out chilling drinking chilling playing cards i didn't play cards i watched them play cards playing dominoes i didn't play dominoes i just watched them play dominoes but that's where we were at we were just straight chilling and so jennifer lane used to always be popping everybody stayed on jennifer lane before i had a gym membership this is like i said after college so i didn't have access to the uh intramural center on campus because i wasn't gonna pay for that now you already know at a place like that on a street neighborhood that's always popping, there's young folks everywhere. You know, like folks are gonna notice the chick that's always out there running. And I was the chick in the neighborhood that was always out there jogging, running the block. So you already know you're gonna call some attention. You're gonna bring some attention to yourself. Now, was I out there purposely? 
out there purposely trying to get attention no every now and then yes but no for the most part 95 percent of the time i'm really out here trying to get these miles okay and then i wasn't out there running naked like i was in a regular workout shirt regular workout tights very regular not out there in a sports bra like that wasn't me although that could have been me but back then i didn't know how fine i was and that that totally could have been me like back then i thought i was just horrible don't you hate that when you look back and be like, when you see yourself when you were fit or when you see yourself when you were skinny back in the gap and you'd be like, you were you were on it. Like, why did you think you were out of shape? Like, why did you think, anyway. However, every now and then when I would jog up and down the block early in the morning, a couple of repeat cars would uh every day blow at me, wave at me, what's up me, stick their head out the window, big ass grin. And you know, like, it's a good looking black woman out here running, jogging. You look good today, blah, blah, blah. That normally I would ignore that. Like I would just, you know, get like a really straight face, a really focused face. I wouldn't, if they blew at me, I wouldn't even acknowledge the blow or anything like that. I would just keep right on going. I don't want to see it. I don't, I had a boyfriend. I didn't want no attention from anybody. I don't want you trying to talk to me. I'm good. It's been a couple of times people have slowed down on the side of me while I'm jogging and, you know, trying to talk to me. I just kind of keep, I just, hey, good morning, hello, and keep right on going because, you know, I act like I can't hear them like I got my headphones in, even though I can hear you, but I just don't want it. But, but like I said, I knew I would get some attention when I would go for a run. So like every now and then, when your girl felt a little frumpy, when your girl felt a little, you know, just a little down, I'd be like, I'm gonna go on a run. Let me take a run around Jennifer Lane real quick. And the only reason why I was taking a run around Jennifer Lane is because I knew somebody would holler at me. Not necessarily stop and get my number, but I knew somebody was going to blow at me. I knew some dude was going to be right on the passenger side with their homeboy and had a whole entire head like out the window grinning and smiling at me. And even on those days, like I would still be like, oh, oh my goodness. Hi, good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. Yeah, I'm out here trying to run. Thank you. Yeah, my boyfriend, he love it. Yeah, he love it. He don't make me run. I do this for myself. Yes, thank you, sir. Have a blessed day. Good day. But on this I'd be like, hell yeah, bitch. You killing that shit. So yeah, there were times that I would purposely, purposely get out there and go running just for a dude to blow his horn at me and holler at me. I admit it. You know, I try to be transparent in my life and on my podcast. I try to be real with y'all. You know, sometimes I go below the, below the surface and I let y'all know what it is. And there were times I would actually go running in my neighborhood. So a dude will holler at me and make me feel good about myself. And I ain't gonna lie to you ladies. It may get on our nerves, but sometimes that's a good little confidence boost. I ain't gonna lie to you. Them days I felt like trash or them days I wanted to stop running and somebody blew at me and was like, woo, all right, I see you. I'd be like, hell yeah, and I'd keep pushing. No lie. And I remember I used to have this conversation with people all the time. I'd be like, if you need a good um, confidence boost, if you need to get your head pumped up real quick, just go stand outside on Jennifer Lane. Just go walk to your mailbox. Just walk to the end of the street. Somebody... It's going to be like, all right, sister. And that's all you need to be like, you know what? I'm the shit. Let me go on up here and get my mail real quick. Let me go on up in here. Let me go and finish this block real quick. No lie. People used to look at me funny, but I was like, yeah, get you a real good confidence boost by taking a really good jog 
down Jennifer Lane. That's all you need, okay? And I remember one point in time, me and um, my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time, but me and him were getting into it because I felt like he was not showing me attention like he should have been. Like he wasn't, he wasn't complimenting me. He wasn't saying that to me, none of that type of stuff. And I just told him, I was like, you never compliment me. You never tell me I look nice. You never tell me I look pretty. You never, you don't do none of that shit. And I was like, I should not have to go running on fucking Jennifer Lane to get a goddamn compliment. And he'd be like, well, why are you out there doing it anyway? And I'd be lying. I ain't out there trying to get nobody attention. I mean, there, a majority, 95% of the time, I was not out, not out there trying to get somebody's attention. But like I said, if I need a little confidence boost, let me go put these tennis shoes and tights on real quick. But I was out like, I ain't out there trying to be seen. They see me. I shouldn't have to be getting excited and getting, and getting fucking happy um, over some random ass dude hanging out a window telling me I sure look good today. I said, you ought to be doing that. That stuff shouldn't even be like affecting me like that because I should be getting so much from you that I don't even care what they say. But yeah, like that real life happened um, some years, some years and years ago. But yeah, I did that. Also, there were a couple of times I, I let the um, the passer buyers, you know, influence my workout. Like I would let them motivate me. So not only did I actually go out there sometimes to get a confidence boost, when they would drive by, it would make me run harder. If I see, if I'm getting ready to pass out and I'm like, fuck this, I ain't finna run this whole neighborhood in one run with no brakes, no none of that shit. I, I'm, I ain't doing that. I'm gonna take this break. I'm gonna walk a couple feet. Might jog jog a little bit more. But other than that, I'm walking back to the house. But if I see some cars coming with some dudes and I already see their necks stretched out, like stretched out looking, leaning out the window, grinning hard as hell, I can already see white teeth and they ain't even nowhere near me. Girl's form was on point. Like, stride was amazing like how i used to be when i was uh on the track team captain shree what freshman freshman track team i was on the team i didn't compete but i worked out but anyway that's the last time i had perfect form was freshman year in high school on the track team so i see a dude leaning getting ready to lean down and be like hey I would be like, oh shit, Aaron, get your shit together. Girl, folks is looking. Straighten up, breathe right, get your good form, stride it out. You got it. Finish. Get to the stoplight. Get to the stoplight. And I would get to the stoplight. And when as soon as the car was out of uh, my view, they couldn't see me no more. Oh, your girl was passed out. Fuck <laughs> this. Totally passed out. But let me tell you this if another car came down Jennifer Lane, and I already saw them neck stretching out to see me. I already saw them big ass white teeth in the car. You smiling, grinning that hard. Oh, your girl got her breath together, got her stride right, got her form right, was out there sprinting everything. Yes, and then when I did get to my finish line and the car was still in sight, I ain't pass over, hell no. I stood there like I was the shit, not even tired. Once again, when the car drove off, oh, your girl was done, passed out. Like, fuck this. I ain't doing this shit no more. But guess what? I'd be right back out there, running around the block, getting me a good old run on Jennifer Lane. All that to say, you old geezers, you scrubs, thank you. Thanks for helping your girl out. Today, I decided that I was going to go back to CrossFit. No, I didn't go to CrossFit, but I decided I was going to go to CrossFit. 
And this is my off week, so I'm not hosting the night show this week. I'll be back hosting the night show next week on the radio. But, um, so since this is my off week, I'm going to double up on my family time. I'm going to clean the house a little bit. And uh, I'm going to double up on my cardio and working out. In order to really get a good workout, and in the morning... I normally, like my goal was to be at the gym on the treadmill at 4.30 in the morning. Normally, I get there anywhere between 4.45 and 5 o'clock a.m. So I'm technically late. I still get a little something in, but not what I could be doing. You know what I'm saying? So today, I said, Aaron, you're going to get up at 3.30 in the morning. You're going to be at the gym by 4 o'clock. You're going to work out from 4 a.m. to about... 5 30 5 45 be back at home at 6 take a shower clean yourself up take your puppy out do whatever needs to be done that he didn't finish doing when larry was at home before he went to work leave and get to work on freaking time and that's what i did today folks now i'm gonna say i don't know if i'm gonna be able to keep this up because your girl is tired i don't i don't see how people do this every day i know it's like a mental thing because I had to mentally prepare myself to get up at 5. And then prepare my, mentally prepare myself to get up, get up at 4. And then mentally prepare myself to be up at 3.30. But the, but I just don't know how strong of a person I am. I just don't know if I can do that. We'll see. I'll let y'all know in, my, in next week's good week, bad week. If I'm still keeping up with the 3.30 a.m. Get up out the bed and be on the treadmill at 4 o'clock in the morning. Alright, so before we end, I would like to ask the daydreamers to send up a prayer for some very um, important people in my life. My son, Big Nick, lost his older cousin, and his cousin was a young man. He was about 25, I believe, and uh, he was in a car wreck and passed away, and so... Um, I don't really know. I can't really tell how big Nick is taking that. I've called him. And the times I've called him, he was just kind of like, he didn't really feel like talking. I did have a rare big Nick sighting. He was at our house this past weekend. Um, and he seemed to be in okay spirits. Um, but still, that's very hard for him and his family. So I ask that you lift big Nick up in prayer. And um, my husband and I will be attending that funeral. It'll be this coming weekend um, to support Nicholas. Um, as they bury his cousin. Also, my godsons um, buried their grandfather lat this past weekend. And my husband and I went to the funeral to support them and their parents um, with this. And please keep DJ and Juice lifted um, because they've lost their grandfather. And I know they had another grandfather pass away a couple years ago, but I think Juice, which is the youngest, he was just a baby. And so the older one might have been like six. And now they're, let me see. Juice may be like first or second grade, something. And DJ is seventh, eighth grade. So they're bigger kids now. They definitely know their grandfather. And I'm sure they can feel their grandfather's physical absence. So um, please keep them lifted. And uh, also Big Nick. So follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And please leave a review because that's the only way that Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, where else am I? iHeartRadio, all those places. That's the only way they know how fabulous this show is, okay? I'll see y'all later.